0: something very deep in me that is urging me to speak however i want to hide so badly hello everyone welcome back to another episode of conversations on becoming today will probably feel like a therapy session i want to reflect on the previous episodes that i have published so far and speak about what being seen means for me and what it looks like i know that with my first episode i didn't Share the link on any social media platforms other than Twitter and Whatsapp. Whatsapp being a very closed space to end a curated list of people and Twitter being the place where no one interacts with me and so I feel safer there to be myself and not perform as much and not meet a certain version that I think is acceptable I had to share status and like say something so that people know that I want them to go listen I did not just want to paste the link and go about my day I wanted them to know that hey guys I'm putting this out there and I want you to go and listen to this so writing the text message felt so <laughs> so weird and so cringy it just It felt so uncomfortable. I did not like it in the slightest. I forced myself regardless. And people did go listen. Most of the people that did listen came back to me and gave me feedback. And they had their own stories to share. And I was like, oh wow, okay, what were you scared of? (laughs) Because this seems like a good thing. But regardless of that, even with the following episode I still felt the same even after people coming to me and validating me and validating my voice validating the things that I had to say I still doubted myself I still criticized myself what I was saying the manner in which I was saying it and how I may have been coming across to other people I think releasing this podcast and speaking about it makes me feel so naked in a way. It feels like I'm stripping myself and I'm just like laying myself out on display and it's like I'm just like <laughs> it's it's certainly an uncomfortable feeling. I do not like it but the only reason why I'm going to keep doing it is because I do not like it when I was going to record this podcast. I wrote my outline and I had the words to say. I knew what I was going to say, but I I still felt like there could be more I could be saying or that I'm sharing too much of myself and that I shouldn't be doing that. There's just all this like crazy thoughts, overthinking and overanalyzing and criticizing myself. And so I'm hoping on the other side of this is... A person I can be very proud of. A person who has a much stronger voice and who's more confident and who's more proud in standing in her own truth and he just puts herself out there because what I know is there is something very deep in me that is urging me to speak. However, I want to hide so badly i just want to go into a little corner and hide myself so it's just a weird pull and push thing going on that's happening internally that i'm fighting so it's not as easy as coming up with a concept sitting down recording editing and publishing for people that personally know you they definitely know what they're getting themselves into and don't be shy about it it's not really like a situation where people are gonna what's you going on about like it's stuff that everybody has you know gone through is that going through so it's good that you're being able to express yourself like that especially openly it's it's a type of therapy too and i'm pretty sure the more and more and more consistent you are the more you do the podcast the more you find yourself feeling more lighter with your burdens and anything of that nature and don't be intimidated it's good keep on doing the most just a disclaimer crying is healthy i think that we should cry more if for anything at all we should cry for ventilation and just let some pressure out We hold on to so many things and it just builds up inside of us and it is just so not healthy. So if at any point in this podcast, in this episode specifically or in other episodes, you hear my voice cracking, I want us to hold on to the idea that I will definitely feel lighter in time. If you've been listening to my previous episodes, you'd know that I am on this journey. I think it's a spiritual journey actually now that I think about it because everything I'm doing, I'm doing because there's like something in me that's just saying, do it girl just what's the worst that could happen and Nami I'm just following suit and I'm just allowing myself to embrace the process and just see what happens you know, the reason why I want to let people see me is more so that I could cultivate deep and meaningful connections with people and I'll speak more about this in my next episode I realized that unless I let people see me in all my glory and all my flaws. I can't actually let people in and cultivate those kind of connections that I truly, truly desire to have in my life. I know that One of the things that prevent me from being vulnerable with people and allowing them to see me and know me is because I tend to not want to inconvenience people. I tend to think that my pain is so heavy and so I think for them and I absolve them of the duty of taking care of me and holding space for me to just be myself and to feel my feelings and to just exist. I absolve them of that and I just keep everything to myself and in turn I deprive Anyone in everyone of the opportunity to truly connect and bond with me and have a deeper connection with me. So I basically keep everyone at arm's length in this phase or rather in this journey I'm in right now. I'm realizing that those half-assed relationships and those shallow relationships that I have are just not cutting it anymore. I want relationships that are deeper that are more meaningful that are rich and that are fulfilling and wholesome and 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 since I can't pick one person and dump all of this pain that I'm holding in and share all of myself with I thought why don't I just come to the internet and just share myself over the internet. What's better than that, right? There are definitely benefits to keeping people at arm's length, not taking up space in the world, and just thinking that I'm saving people by not inconveniencing them right no one can harm me if they don't know me so that means i'm always in control of the events that happen in my life which is great but there are disadvantages that outweigh that that is starving myself of community and its benefits. The benefits of being embraced, supported, and loved. It is holding back my opinion. So I probably then will not know or even challenge what my values are in this world because everything exists only in my mind so I I do acknowledge that it is possible to have good relationships without being fully vulnerable but I don't think those relationships have a lot of room to evolve and that's what I want I want to evolve I want to have the same people and experience them in different capacities In my intro episode, I mentioned in passing that the theme in my life last year was basically to assert myself, put myself out there and detach from outcomes and expectations. The only reason I felt I had to do those things was because I realized that there was a lot of internal work that was going on in healing my social anxiety and Becoming confident in who I am as a person and so I wanted to challenge myself to test just how much progress I had made because it's one thing to say I've been healing a social anxiety in my head when I'm intellectualizing my feelings and I'm going through events that have occurred in my life and I'm just Playing therapist in my head and then it is another to go outside into the world, interact with other human beings and see how all those things play out right. So what happened then last year was that I had to open the door for people to know me. Even if it was in the slightest sense. I remember the first time, the very first time in my entire degree, I raised my hand in class was last year. And I say it the first time because any other time was probably a mistake. I pressed the mic button by mistake and then when I unmuted, I just started panicking and my anxiety just went crazy so last year was the first time i intentionally raised my hand and I told myself I am going to let my voice be heard and I'm going to allow people to see who I am and to hear my thoughts. The class was intellectual property law. It was in the beginning stages of the curriculum so we're speaking about the constitution and whether or not intellectual property rights should be in the constitution. I was excited because I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And me being me, I have a suggestion as to how we could imagine a world where a right like that is in the Constitution. I raise my hand, I speak, and then after I finish speaking, the lecturer doesn't understand what I'm saying. I can tell by their face they're a bit confused. And then I rephrase, I speak again as soon as I finish speaking (laughs) the lecturer says, oh, the right will not be in the constitution so that point is moot (laughs) I literally literally felt my throat and my entire body trembling. I don't have the right words to describe the sensations I felt that day. It was so terrible but also at the same time it was so freeing. It felt like I just unloaded some burden off my shoulders in a way as the time went by i started raising my hand more in class started participating my throat still trembled sometimes but not as much every single time i would do that would get less severe and less severe until one day it was just not there you know and so i didn't realize it then but me wanting to be seen was sort of me liberating myself from whatever it is that told me that I don't have the right things to say the things that I'm saying don't make sense or they're not right things or the thing that said everyone is looking at you and everyone will probably not like what you're saying. I think anxiety sort of does that sometimes it just tells you everyone is looking at you and they are shaking their heads and they're just not liking what's going on it makes you believe that something is wrong you don't know what it is (laughs) but something is wrong something is off and you need to protect yourself you need to keep quiet and you need to go hide in your little corner because this is not safe I didn't realize at the time just how much I was fighting against all of that fear I had harbored over um, I don't know how much time because I really was not a person who spoke much. I only spoke when it was necessary for me to speak and I only probably spoke when I was spoken to and I mean this in a sense of people who were not my friends probably didn't know what my voice sounded like because I would never speak to them even when I had to greet people I'd have so much anxiety to make eye contact and say hello so I always used to hide myself by listening to music a lot and just focusing on the road ahead. I never took the chance to look around me, to be present in my body and present in the moment and interact and engage with people and all of those things. Um, I remember one of the wildest things ever happened to me was that there was this module we were all struggling with. <laughs> We were struggling with this module so badly and we all, well not all, but there was a big group of us that decided, let's just do a study session and help each other out and work together, right? We do the links, we share and whatnot, whatnot, and then we meet for the first time. Does my name not get called to lead the meeting? I'm like, what? How How on earth do these people think that I can do this? But I didn't challenge it. I just opened my mic and started going. I was so in awe of myself because I'm just like, look at you go girl. Who would have thought, huh? (laughs) And I think what I learned from that experience is that, yes, sure, I may not know a lot of things, but... In allowing myself to speak and allowing myself to be in a position where I can speak and listen. I can teach and be taught. I can grow faster than taking a sit and doing nothing. So I always welcomed opportunities where someone said I needed help with this. Because I always took it as an opportunity where I could learn more than I could Impart knowledge on other people. I I think I use people to learn more. <laughs> if I'm being honest, if someone wants to tell me something, like, hmm, sure, tell me more, because I'm just genuinely curious, and I like learning from people way more than I like learning from reading, because with people I get the opportunity to ask why is that why do you see things like that have you considered seeing things in this way and if they say no I'm like okay that's fine tell me why you see the world that way then and so maybe I can question the way that I see the world If I see the world through your eyes Um, But yeah, I am swaying from the topic So, in all those things I started opening myself up And sharing myself, sharing my time With people and one of the things I started to realize And found really, really challenging Was that I realized the Amount of depth and self reflection are required out of people and out of conversations, which would be great if I suppose we were all honest human beings, at least with ourselves, but that isn't the case. We just are not honest, and so at times I feel like conversations present a challenge for others because I would find so much joy in asking questions and trying to get to the depth of things and understanding. I can't tell you now how many times people have told me that I don't need to understand something. I just need to take it as is and keep it going. And it's like, but why? (laughs) And so I learned this thing about me. And for some people, it was not something that they liked because I think it challenged them. It challenged them to look at themselves and ask themselves questions. And I would like to assume that is a very difficult task to do. So instead of humoring me and giving me that time and space, they would just shrug me off. I could tell when people are just sighing when I speak or just rolling their eyes because they're just like oh my god here we go again right this challenged the very notion of who I thought I was and who I wanted to be and a part of me wanted to hide so bad when I realized that I wasn't being accepted and embraced as I assumed it would be naturally occur I wanted to just withdraw back to myself and not speak to people ever again but strangely enough you can't hide the very same thing that wants to be seen there would be times when I go into a room or I'm in a group of people and I just don't speak because I fear people won't understand me. And frankly, I don't understand myself most of the time. So it has taken a lot of effort on my part to validate my thoughts and let go of the need to have very sound and smart and well put together and coherent thoughts all the time. I had to remind myself that my experience of people also matters. In fact, it matters way more than their experience of me. So I shouldn't always worry about how will people perceive me. Am I saying this right? Am I saying enough? Am I saying too much? Am I being too deep? Am I being, you know... I started leaning more into am I liking this conversation the more it started being about how am I finding this experience the easier it was for me to accept my thoughts and myself and to not shy away from conversations as much I think Last year definitely challenged um, the perceptions I had of myself. I always believed that just because I was quiet and reserved, I was also timid and <laughs> boy, the boldness in me. Last year was frightening sometimes i would have to have pep talks with myself and ask myself girl who do you think you are because the more confident i grew the less scared i was to speak because i started to care less about what people thought of me and i just started speaking my mind and when i started doing that i realized that I actually had a strong personality, and I didn't necessarily have much of the Uabantubazutini kind of thing about me i just spoke what was on my mind and i also expected people to be like that so that if i challenge you and i say something out of line or i say something hurtful you will tell me and then we would have a conversation about it and so i may also correct myself and become a better human being towards you and a better human being in general right but Because this was a side of me that was coming out for the first time, then it was so strong and untamed and it was just, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but I definitely had to have pep talks with myself a lot and say, girl, get calm down. It's been a very weird part of me that I've had to accept and embrace because it feels so foreign, like sun is trying to take up space and integrate itself as me i'm struggling to see it as who i am and i know this is because my shyness and reserved nature made me believe that i was also a very walk all over me kind of person and i won't say anything and i will just let things slide when the actual fact is that i was just suppressing my truth and i didn't know how to articulate my inner world to people i didn't have the language to do that or the confidence to do that And so the moment I started gaining the confidence and the language, it just started frightening me. There's a video on YouTube that keeps popping up um, as a recommendation. It is from a panel discussion I was part of a couple of years back. I skipped that video every single time I see it because I remember just how embarrassed I felt back then and I'm not ready to relive that moment. My anxiety was so bad at that time that I barely said anything in that panel. I don't think I said anything of value or anything that makes sense, at least to me. And so thinking of it just gives me so much shame and embarrassment because I felt like there was a standard I needed to rise up to and I failed. I failed because I couldn't overcome my anxiety at the time but I somehow am appreciative. I appreciate the video and the person that I was because I see that as a stepping stone to this moment here who I am today I certainly would have never dreamed that someday I'd be this expressive and courageous enough to face my fears head-on and just challenge myself to unearth parts of myself that I feel deeply uh, in there and just need To just be drawn out of me or to just be embraced and loved out of me, you know. So this podcast is a space for me to get acquainted with who I am and learn to embrace myself. In so doing, I want to grow into being confident in any room I walk in. Allow myself to be expressive and just be okay with knowing that some people will embrace me and others just will not and that's okay i think the challenge of being authentic is believing truly believing that your people are there and that your people will find you regardless of how different you may feel you are there are people just like you there are people attracted To people like you people who will understand you just as you understand yourself you know in letting people see me in speaking my truth and allowing myself to be this person who has so much depth and who is multifaceted and who has all these different interests who has all this curiosity i am opening the door to people to know me Because I already have started this journey, as I've explained, I have also started to feel what being celebrated looks like, what support looks like, and what help looks and feels like. And I'm just like, I want more of that. I want more of that so badly. And the only way i can get it unfortunately is to just be myself allow myself to be as vulnerable as i possibly can and in as much as that is difficult it certainly is a very useful tool to sift through people and make sure that people who are not aligned with me eliminate themselves and people who are for me can be drawn to me and can express themselves and express the way in which they see themselves in me or the way in which they they are inspired by me or the way in which they like me and I myself can too find all those things in them and we can then connect and bond and maybe begin to cultivate those relationships and take it from there and so however embarrassing it will be for me to come here and let my voice crack sometimes and let myself speak things that probably don't make sense to me but I'm trusting trusting that someone out there will put the pieces together and make it make sense or will somehow relate or be inspired by the fact that I'm even speaking to begin with. I hope that will just be enough for me to keep going. I hope that the embarrassment and the shame is something that I can overcome and that one day it's just going to be all right.